the abandonment of God. Salvation is not merely deliverance from sin, nor any kind of experience of personal holiness. The salvation of God is deliverance out of self entirely. Hmm. I think Glenn might have been on spot all nine verse, all nine messages. Yes. Into union with Christ and Christ alone. My experimental knowledge of salvation will be all along the line of deliverance from sin. How you've stopped this or you stopped that or this problem. I got over this problem. I don't do this anymore. That's not salvation. Salvation is deliverance out of anything and everything that has anything to do with you. Period. It'll be your explanation about how you think you're personally getting holy. But salvation means the Spirit of God has brought me into a touch with God's personality. And I am thrilled with something infinitely greater than the little old me, myself. I am caught up into the abandonment of God. God has given all to me for life and godliness. And I'm getting caught up in life and godliness that I can't take any credit for. But I'm not going to fucking make a move to ruin it or hinder it or uh, somehow harbor it where it doesn't get a chance to do what it needs to do. Salvation means the Spirit of God has brought me into a touch with God's personality and I am thrilled with something infinitely greater than myself. I am caught up in the abandonment of God. So to say that we're called to preach holiness or sanctification is for me to get caught up in some side eddy, some side position, not the truth. We are called to proclaim Jesus Christ, heaven and hell, which is what I preach. The fact that he saves from sin, makes us holy, is part of the effect, not the cause, the effect of the wonderful abandonment of God. He's given all for me. My reasonable service is to give all back for him. Abandonment never produces the consciousness of its own effort. You'd never be able to say, I'm doing so well. Because it isn't about what you're doing at all. Because the whole life is caught, taken up with the one to whom we abandon. Beware of talking about abandonment if you frankly know nothing about it. And you will never know anything about it until you realize that John 3.16 means that God gave himself absolutely. And there was no, you know, orders or conditions or any side side paragraphs or side you know little marks in the in the in the, in the, in the you know outline of the, of the print it was straight up he gave his son then why is it we have such a hard time giving ourselves in our abandonment we give up ourselves over to God just as God gave himself for us without any kind of a calculation or, or side notes the consequence of abandonment never even enters into our outlook because our life is taken up with it. We don't even care what it might cost or what it might look like. It's not relevant. What's relevant is, if I want what I'm asking for, i got to do what i got to do to get it. Head to the book of Psalms. We've got a minute there. Psalm 3, 1. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him and God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. I have cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down, and I slept, and I awake, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people 
that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you have smitten all of my enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord, and thy blessing is then upon your people. Psalms 9, 13. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me. You have lifted me up from the gates of death. That I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. Whose salvation is it? His. His. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that are made. And the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. The wicked shall be turned to hell. And all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall never perish forever. So arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations might know themselves to be but men, that they're not gods either. 13, 1. How long will you forget me, O Lord, forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall my enemy exult over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord, my, my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. And those that trouble me rejoice when I moved. But I have trusted in your mercy, and my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. So I Sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Here's a guy saying, I'm getting my ass kicked. Okay? But I'm going to say, you have still dealt with me bountifully. So I am going to, for all intents and purposes, abandon my situation to see God glorified. Because I know he's working all things to the good. Even though at this moment, it ain't looking so good. So I'm going to call upon you. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to praise you because I know you will come and take care of your people. And you will bring your salvation and make it available to me. But I've got to make sure that I'm laying my life down here now in this pit. Instead of somehow trying to protect myself and yell Jesus really loud. i got to get myself right so that you can lay that down in my life. So I'm 18. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me about the floods of ungodly men, made me afraid, but the sorrows of hell compassed me about the snares of death prevented me. So, doesn't matter what's happening to me, I get the only hope I got's in you. And I know you will deliver. I know you will be exactly. Just, just think for a moment. All of the word that was brought to Abraham through the covenant he made. All the promises. All the promises for Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. All the promises. All the prophecies. All the, all the prophets in those days that never once saw the promise. The promise was preached to all of us that lived after Christ died was resurrected. But they never once, even though they never saw it, never once gave up 
never once let, took their life as an inventory and decided how, how big their God was. They did not care what their life was as an inventory. They went after God and made it just God, just Jesus. That was the only thing that mattered. And no matter what they were going through, no matter how bad it was, their hope and their promise and their future was in what God had promised them. Even though they never lived to see it. But the hope that they had in there kept them alive, kept them up, kept them you know, in a positive place what God was going to do. And that they were the beginning of a much bigger plan. And so they had to be responsible and obedient in the small things in this much bigger plan so that when Christ did come, the ground would be laid properly. And that's what's happened for you. 25.1 Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed, but let my enemies not triumph over me. Yeah, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me the ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in the truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember you me for the goodness the goodness sake, O Lord, your goodness sake, not mine. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment. The meek will he teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, and to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. What man is he that fears the Lord? Let him teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease. His seed shall inherit the earth. 27.1 The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise up against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. I want to pray no matter what's going on, however my demise comes about, that I get to dwell in the house of the Lord forever after this. This life doesn't matter. What matters is what's next. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in the pavilion. The secret of his tabernacle shall hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Now shall my head be lifted up and my enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer the tabernacle sacrifice for joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, then I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you, when you say, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, O Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me, but my servant away in anger. You have been my help, leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, when the Lord then will then take me up. Psalm 20, 29. Give unto the Lord, you mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in his beauty of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters, the God of the glory thunders. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, 
the Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of the fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kedesh. The voice of the Lord makes the hinds to calve and discovers the forest. And in the temple does everyone speak of his glory. The Lord sits upon the flood. Yes, the Lord sits king forever. The Lord will give thee strength unto his people. The Lord will bless this people with peace. Amen. Psalms 30. I will extol thee, O Lord. If you have lifted me up, it has not made my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cry to thee, and you have healed me. Amen. O Lord, you have brought my soul from the grave. You have kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks to the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endures but for a moment in this favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is always coming in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by thy favor you have made my mountain to stand strong. You just hide thy face and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made my supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, be you my helper. You have turned me from mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and be not silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Amen. 37. 34. Wait on the Lord. Keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, and spreading themselves like a green bay, bay tree. He passed away, and lo, he was not. Yes, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and behold, the upright to the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous of the Lord. He is their strength in a time of trouble. The Lord shall help him and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Amen. 40 or 7. Then said I, Lo, I come, and the volume of the book is written to me. I delight to do thy will, O God. Yes, the law is in within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrain my lips, O Lord, you know. I have not hidden thy, right, thy righteousness within my heart. I have not declared thy faithfulness and salvation. Have I declared faithfulness and salvation? I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. Withhold not you my tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let not thy loving kindness and truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. My iniquities have taken hold upon me, so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head, therefore my heart fails me. But be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, ha make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together and seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven back and put to shame that wish me evil. Let them be desolate for re reward of their shame that they shall say to me, Aha, aha, let all those that seek you rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, Lord, be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinks upon me. You are my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O oh my God. 45. 
Verse 9. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon the right hand did stand the queen of the gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider the incline thy ear. Forget also thy own people, thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy lord, and worship you him. And the daughter of Tyre will, shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat the, the, thy favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought of gold. She shall be brought into the king in a raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought into thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. And they shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy father shall be thy children, whom thou shalt make thy princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all of the generations. Therefore shall the people praise you forever and ever. The, the king and the, and the daughter being brought, the woman being brought before the king is, is will be brought before God on that final day. And he goes, instead of thy father shall be thy children. I will make your name to be remembered, Lord. It's about him, not about our own worldly stuff. Yeah. Psalm 62, verse 1. Hear my cry, O God, attend my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry to thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have has seen, have been a shelter for me and a strong tower for my enemy. I will abide thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. For you, O God, has heard my vows, have given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. You will prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide, therefore, before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So I will sing praise to your name forever, and I, that I may perform daily my vows before you. Not just give you vows, but perform them. Amen. 79. O God, the heathen are come in thy inheritance. The holy temple have they defiled. They have laid Jerusalem upon heaps. The dead bodies of thy servants have been given to, to be meat to the fowls of the heaven, the flesh of the saints, and the beasts of the earth. Their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. We are become a reproach to our neighbor, a scorn and derision to them that are round about us. How long, O Lord? Will you be angry forever? Shall thy jealousy burn like fire? Pour out thy wrath upon the heathen, that have not known thee, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon her name. For they have devoured Jacob, and laid waste his dwelling place. Oh, remember not against us the former iniquities. Let thy tender mercies speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of thy name to deliver us, and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Therefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let him be known among the heathen in our sight by the revenging of the blood of thy servants which is shed. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before thee. According to the greatness of thy power, preserve you those that are appointed to die. And render to our neighbors sevenfold to their bosom their reproach. Their reproach wherein they have reproached thee, O Lord. So we, thy people, sleep like passion, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all the generations. 96. Verse 7. Give unto the Lord, O you kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come to his courts. O worship the Lord, the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigns. The world also shall be established. It shall not be moved. Shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. 
Let the sea roar in the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful in all that there is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice. Before the Lord, for he comes. For he comes to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness. And the people shall he judge with his truth. Mm-hmm. 97. 1. The Lord reigns. So let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of the isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goes before him and burns up his enemies round about. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax in the presence of the Lord and the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness and all the people see his glory. Confounded be all they that serve graven images and boast themselves of idols and worship him, all you gods. Zion heard and was glad. And the daughters of Judah rejoiced because of their judgments, O Lord. For you, Lord, are high above all the earth. You have exalted far above all thy gods. You that love the Lord hate evil. He that preserves the souls of the saints, he delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. So light is sown for the righteousness and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. 119.81 My soul faints for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. My eyes fail for thy word, saying, When will thou comfort us? For I am become like a bottle in the, the smoke, yet I do not forget thy statutes. How many are the days of thy servant? When will you execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All the commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me, O Lord. They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness. So shall I keep the testimony of your mouth. Romans. Chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated under the gospel of God which God had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus, our Lord, which was made the seed of David according to the flesh, to be declared the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace, apostleship, and obedience, for obedience to the faith among all the nations for his name's sake, among whom are you also called Jesus Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace, unto you a peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Amen. 16 for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes to the Jew first and then to the Greek for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith to faith as it is written the just which would be us should live by faith we should live by the rules of faith God has given us Amen. Romans 5.1 Therefore, being justified by that faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus, by whom we also have access by faith into the grace where we stand, rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation is going to work patience. Patience is going to give us an experience, and experience is going to help us have hope. And hope is going to make us not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died, for us, the ungodly. Mm-hmm. 6-1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace 
may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer within that sin? Know ye not that so many of us that were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in a newness of life, a resurrected life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of the dead, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, and henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more, death has no more dominion over him. And that he died, he died into sin once, and he lives, he lives unto God. So likewise, reckon yourselves also to be dead unto sin, but alive unto God. <clears throat> through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it and the lust thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness and holiness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but you are under grace. Amen. So what then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know you not that to whom you yield yourself servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether it's sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. But God can be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you've obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which is delivered unto you. Being then made be free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men, because of the infirmity of your flesh, for us you've yielded your members servants unto uncleanness, from iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members as servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit you had in those things, now you're ashamed. For the end of those things was death. But now, being made free from sin, and you can become servants unto God, you have your fruit unto holiness, and the end is everlasting life. Remember, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. 10.1 Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel, that's you too, not just Israel, but spiritual Israel, is that they might be saved. <clears throat> for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, going about to establish their own righteousness, have submitted them, not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that man which does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That's to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That's to bring Christ again up from the dead. What says it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you shall confess with, with your, <clears throat> your mouth, Jesus the Lord, then you shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. For with the heart man believes in righteousness, with the mouth confession is made into salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. The same Lord over all is rich and all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Romans 13, 11. And knowing that the time, that now it's high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than even when we first believed. The night, as far as spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly the day, not rioting and drugging us, not chambering and wanting us, not in strife and envy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Amen. 1 Corinthians 1.4 I thank my God always. 
on your behalf, the grace of God is given to you by Christ Jesus. That in everything you're enriched in him, in all of your utterance, in all knowledge, even the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. So that you would come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus, who shall also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Christ Jesus our Lord. Eighteen. <clears throat> for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. To us that are saved, it's the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. So where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is this disputer of the world? Hmm. Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom didn't know him. It pleased God by the foolishness of the preaching to save those that decided to believe. For the Jews require a sign, the Greeks <clears throat> seek after wisdom. We preach Christ crucified to the Jews. It's a stumbling block, and the Greeks it's foolishness. But unto them that are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is still wiser than men, and the weakness of God is still stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, how not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. <clears throat> the base things of the world, the things that are despised, has God chosen, yes. The things which are not, to bring to nothing those things that actually are. Yeah. That no flesh <clears throat> would ever glory in his presence. But of him you're in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. Amen. He's made unto us wisdom. Made unto us righteousness, made unto us sanctification, and made unto us redemption. Amen. That according as it is written, he that glories, let us glory in the Lord. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1. Verse 3. Blessed be God the Father, <clears throat> Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulations that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble by that same comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. God's going to help you get through your mess and you're going to be able to help others get through their mess by the same measure that God gave you. Amen. The question is, if you're never going to get right, how are you going to help anybody? Okay. And when you get to heaven, you talk to God, he goes, what about this person, this person, this person? You go, well, Lord, I didn't know they were mine. He goes, I sent down the message to you to get so you could help them. Why didn't you get it? Amen. Right? Yes. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation abounds of Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it's for our consolation and salvation, which is affected in the enduring of the same suffering, which we also suffer. For whether we be comforted, it's for your consolation and your salvation. And your hope of you, our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that you are partakers of this suffering, so shall you also be the consolation. And the consolation is your ability to comfort those that are struggling. Amen. 2 Corinthians 4.1 Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we have received mercy, we're not going to faint. We've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God in deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel is hid, it's hid those that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, whose image God should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, has shined into our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in an earthen vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and absolutely not of us. Amen. Amen. Six one. 
We then, as workers together with him, beg you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he says, I have heard of you in a time accepted in the day of salvation. I succored thee. Behold, now is that accepted time. Behold, now is that day of salvation. Amen. 2 Corinthians 7 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all the filthiness of the flesh and the filthiness of our spirit. Perfecting true holiness in the fear of God. Receive us. We've wronged no man. We've corrupted no man. We've defrauded no man. I speak not this to bring condemnation to you, for I have said before that you are in our hearts to die and to live with you. So great is my boldness of speech towards you. Great is my glory of you. I am filled with cover. I am exceedingly joyful in all of our tribulation. For when we come to Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but you were troubled. we were troubled on every side. Without, there were fightings within, there were fears. Nevertheless, God, that comforts those that are cast down, comforted us by the coming of our brother. And not by his coming only, but by the consolation where he was covered in you. When he told us your earnest desire, your mourning, your fervent mind towards me, so that I rejoice the more. For though I made you sorry with a letter, I do not repent. Though I did repent, I perceive that the same epistle has not made you sorry. Has made you sorry, though it were only but for a season. Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. For you were made <clears throat> sorry after a godly manner that you might receive the damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow is going to work repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world works death. For behold, the self-same thing that you sorrowed after, for after a godly sort, what carefulness it created in you. Yes, what clearing good conscience of yourselves. Yes, what indignation, what anger you had against those that were against you. The fear or reverence. Yes, what vehement passion or zeal desire. Yes, what revenge. In all of these things, you approved yourselves to finally be clear in this matter. Mm -hmm. It finally got its way and it pissed you off that you've been messing up and then other people still try to get you to mess up. And so now your conscience is going to be clear so you can go forward and do the work of God according to His will and purpose. Mm -hmm. Eight, seven. That was seven. Never mind. 10-3. But though we walk in the flesh, we're not going to war after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal by man's version of righteousness, but mighty through God is pulling down of every stronghold, casting down every ugly imagination, and every single thing that exalts itself between us and the knowledge of God. So that then we can bring into captivity our thoughts to the obedience of Christ, knowing that once we have that done, we'll have a readiness to revenge all of our former disobedience, when our obedience is fulfilled, Amen. we'll be able to come back for all the old behavior we had. Yes. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Amen. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him, before God, in love, having predestined us to the adoption of my children, of children by Christ himself, according to the good pleasure of God's own will, to the praise and glory of God's grace, wherein he has made us accepted in his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, forgiveness of the sins, according to the riches of his grace, where he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed within himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things of Christ, both which are in heaven, which are on earth, even in him, in whom... 
Also, we've obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things under the counsel of his own will. Amen. That we should be to the praise of the glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, whom also, after you had believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which was the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession who had been bought with a price, and to the praise of his glory. Wherefore I also, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of your Lord Jesus, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of himself. That the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, may know what the hope of this calling is and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance actually is in the saints. Amen. 4.17 This I say, and I testify in the Lord, that henceforth you walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having an understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. The ignorance that's because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, yes. that you... Putting off concerning the former conduct of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and that you might be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you may put on that new man, which is after God, created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. Ephesians 1, verse 4. Always in every prayer of mine for you, making requests of joy for your fellowship with the gospel from the first day till now, being confident in this very thing. He which has begun a good work in you is going to perform it to the day of Jesus, the second coming. Even as it is meet for me to think of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and the defense of the confirmation of the gospel, you have all partakers of my grace. For God is, in fact, my record. How greatly I long after you in the bowels of Jesus. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in the knowledge and into all judgment. That you may approve the things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Which are by Christ Jesus. Unto the glory and to the praise of God. Mm -hmm. Philippians 2. 12. Wherefore my beloved as you have always obeyed. Not <clears throat> as in my presence only but now much more in my absence. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in you, both to will and do his good pleasure, to do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, you might be the sons of God without rebuke, in the absent, in the midst, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, which whom you shine as lights in the darkness of this world, yeah. holding forth the word of life, that you I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither have I labored in vain. Yes. And if I be offered upon the sacrifice and the service of your faith, I joy and I rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do you joy and you rejoice with me. Amen. 3.7 But all things were gained to me, I count as a loss just for Christ. Yet doubtless I count all things but a loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, I count them as manure that I may win Christ. Amen. I may be found in him not having my own version of righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by that faith. That I may know him, the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable to his death. If by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after if that I might apprehend that from also apprehended of Christ Jesus. So brethren, I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, I forget those things that are behind, and I reach forward to those things that are before me. I press towards the mark 
of the prize, the high call of God in Christ Jesus. So let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if any other thing be otherwise minded, God shall even reveal that to us. So nevertheless, whereunto you have already attained, let us walk by that same rule, let us mind that same thing. Mm -hmm. Colossians 1, 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you that desire that you might be filled with all the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You might walk worthy of the Lord to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might, according to the glorious power, his glorious power, and to all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks to the Father which has made us ready to be partakers of the hindrance of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness, has translated us in the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Colossians 2 1. For I would that you know what great conflict I have for you and for them that are later to see it. For as many as you have not seen in my face in the flesh, their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and all the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should try to beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, joying, and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Whatsoever you do in word. Let's go back here. Let's go back 3.1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on the things above, not on the things of the earth. If you are dead and your life is hidden with Christ in God, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. So mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil, concupiscence, sexual desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God is going to come upon the children of disobedience, in which also you walked sometimes when you lived in them. But now you put off all these anger, wrath, malice, wrath, and filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off that old man and his deeds, and you have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of whom that created him. First Thessalonians 3.7 Therefore, brethren, we are covered over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live, if you stand fast in the Lord. For what Thanks we render to you, God, again, for all the joy wherewith our joy for your sakes before God, night and day, praying exceedingly, that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now God himself, and even our Father, Lord Jesus Christ, direct our way. Night and day, praying exceedingly, that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now God himself, and our Father, Lord Jesus Christ, direct our way to you. Lord, make you to increase and abound in love towards one another and towards all men, even as we do towards you. To the end, that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our second, uh, second coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus with all the saints. Amen. Thessalonians 4, 4 1. Furthermore, furthermore, we beseech you, brethren. And exhort you by the Lord Jesus, you have received to us how you ought to walk to please God, so you would then abound more and more. You know the, what commandment we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even for your sanctification, you would abstain from fornication or idol worship, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel of sanctification and honor, not 
in the lust of sexual desires, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man would go uh, either beyond and defraud his brother in any manner, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we have also forewarned you, and we testify. For God has not called us to cleanness, uncleanness, but to holiness. He, therefore, that despises, despises not man, but despises God, who has also given to us his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But as touching brother love, we do not that I write unto you, for you ourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed, you do it towards all the brethren which are in Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that you increase more and more, that you would study to be quiet, do your own business, to work with your own hands as we commanded you, that you may walk honestly towards them that are without, and that you, you, may have lack of nothing. 5.1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, as things are coming, I have no need to write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord is coming as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, say, peace and safety, sudden destruction is going to come upon them as travail about a woman, a child, and they shall not escape. You are all the children of light. But you, brethren, are not in that darkness. That day shall take you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day, not of the darkness nor the night. Therefore let us not sleep as others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep or sleep in the night, they are drunk and drunk in the night. But let us, who are the day of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but has appointed us to obtain salvation by our Lord, who died for us, that whether we should wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as you do. Second Thessalonians 12, I mean 2, 13. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and the belief of the truth, Amen. whereby he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold traditions which you've been taught, whether by word or by our epistle. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God and our Father, which has loved us and has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, let him comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. First Timothy 2.1 I exhort you, therefore, that first of all, some of these prayers and intercessions and giving of thanks may be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a, lead a quiet, peaceful life in godliness and honor. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, one mediator between God and man, that man is Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Wherein do I am ordained a preacher, an apostle? I speak the truth in Christ, and I lie not. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and in truth. I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. Amen. Second Timothy 2. Verse 8. Remember that Jesus Christ, the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Where I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even in bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. It's a faithful saying. For if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. But if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. But if we deny him, he's going to deny us. And if we believe not, Yet he is going to abide faithful because he cannot deny himself. So of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord. They strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of hearers. So study to show yourself approved unto God, a work that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Mm. 2 3.10 But you have fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, patience, charity, 
Persecution and affliction which came to me at Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, which persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, that all the will of God is going to, and Christ shall suffer persecution, but evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you continue in all things which you've learned and have been assured, knowing of whom you've learned them, and that from a child you've known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise in the salvation. Why do we know them? Because they were placed by the covenant and were parts when Christ resurrected. So, through faith was in Christ Jesus, all Scripture has been given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect or mature, thoroughly furnished to every and all good works. Second, I mean, Titus, second chapter, verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of a great God, and our Savior, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that we might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things I ask that you speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you. Amen. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we've heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense and reward. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation which first began to be spoken by the Lord then was confirmed by us, by them, confirmed unto us by them that heard him. So God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Who can miss that, right? Yes. Yes. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 7. For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it and brings forth herbs, meat for them by whom it's dressed receives a blessing from God. But that which bears thorns and briars is rejected as near unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you. Things that accompany salvation, though we speak thus. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have showed towards his name, and that you have ministered to the saints, and you do continue to minister. And he desires that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope all the way to the end. That you may be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience are going to inherit the promises. Amen. Hebrews 26, 10, 26. This is a kind of a warning that goes with it. There's a punishment for a willful sin, so that abandonment of God is getting caught up with him and not taking it back. For if we sin willfully after we've received that knowledge of the truth, there remains no longer a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for the judgment, the fire of indignation, which shall devour all of the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. So how much sore punishment suppose you should be brought thought worthy of who trod under the foot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and has done despite to the Spirit of grace. For we know him that has said, Vengeance belongs to me and I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of a living God. 12, 7. So if you endure chastening, which is coming, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chastens not? <clears throat> but if you be without chastisement, whereof all are all partners or partakers of, then your bastards are not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them respect. Shall we not much more rather be in subjection to the Father of lights or spirits and live? For they truly for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, 
that we might be partakers of that holiness. So now no chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So therefore lift up the hands which hang down the feeble knees. Make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. Let it rather be healed. James 3.13 Who is the wise man endowed with knowledge among you? Let him show it out of good conduct, his works with the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, lie not against truth. The wisdom that sins not from above is earthly, sensual, and devilish. For envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceful, gentle, easy to be entreated or lived with, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is then sown in peace of them that decide to make Peace. 1 Peter 1, 1, 1. Peter, apostle of Jesus, the stranger scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Elect, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification, setting apart of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Christ, grace be unto you, and peace be multiplied. Amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Lord Jesus, which, according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again into a living hope by the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, that's fades not away, that's reserved in heaven just for you. Amen. You who are kept by the power of God through faith and salvation ready to be revealed in this last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice. Though now for a season of need be you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found to praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. Whom having not seen you love, and whom though now you still see him not, you believe. You rejoice with a joy that's unspeakable and it's full of glory. You receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Prophesied of grace that was going to come. When? Thousands of years before it came. Right. And then thousands of years since it came. Right. So, and who was revealed that not to themselves, but unto us, they did minister the things which now are important to you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. Things which things the angels even desire to look unto. First Peter 3.8 Finally, be one mind. Not finally, I'm close. Having compassion one another, love as brethren, be pitiful and courteous. Not rendering evil for evil, railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing. Knowing that thereunto you are called, that you should inherit a blessing too. So give them blessings so you can be blessed in return. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips, that they would speak no guile or deceit or lies. But let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that are going to do evil. For who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? But if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. God's got you. Amen. But sanctify the Lord in your hearts. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you for the reason that you have hope in the midst of all this, things you're going through, and meekness and fear. Amen. Having a good conscience that, whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conduct in Christ. For it's better for the will of God to be so that you suffer for well-doing than for, than for evil-doing. For Christ also would once suffer for sins, for the just, for the unjust, that he might be bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Second Peter one one. 
So Simon Peter, a servant, an apostle of Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, and through the righteousness of God and our Savior Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and through Jesus our Lord. So according as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby we are given unto us exceeding and great precious promises that by these you might become partakers of the divine nature, being having escaped the corruptions in the world through your former lusts. And besides this, give all diligence to add to that faith, virtue, character, that character, knowledge, and knowledge, temperance, or uh, even temper, and to even temper, patience, and to patience, godliness, and godliness, brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, charity. For if, if these things be in you and they abound, they shall make you that you shall not be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. But he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has completely forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and your election sure or positive. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. For an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and our Savior Jesus. Second Peter 3, 15. An account, the long-suffering of the Lord is salvation. The long-suffering of our Lord Amen. is salvation. Amen. Yeah, say it again. The long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, Amen. not us. Yes. It's His salvation for the long-suffering of His salvation. It becomes ours, but it comes ours because we're in Christ. But it's His long-suffering that became salvation. And because we're now in Christ, it became unto us salvation too. Yes. So if you're not in Christ, you're not saved. It's not walking in salvation, okay? Yes, yes. Even as our brother, beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written to you, as also in all of his epistles, speaking the, them of these things, in which some are things are hard to be understood, and they which are unlearned and unstable, they wrestle with these ideas, as they do also with other scriptures, under their own destruction. You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before. Beware lest you also being led away with an error of wicked fall from your own steadfastness. But I ask that you grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord and our Savior Jesus. To him be the glory both now and forever. And let that be your testimony. Be so, John 1, 5. This then is the message which you've heard of him. And we declared unto you that God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we're liars and don't know the truth. I guess we are not abandoning unto God, are we? We're still running our own game. Yeah. But if we walk in the light as he's in light, we have a fellowship with one another, and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all that former sin. Mm -hmm. But if we say that we have no sin, we once again deceive ourselves, and we're not walking to the abandonment of God, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess those sins which we have, he is faithful to adjust and forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from any and all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Not just our sins, but any and all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and the word, again, is not in us. So my little children... These things are ready that you would sin not. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Christ Jesus the righteous. He's a propitiation for sins and ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Verse 15. Now, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is going to pass away, and all the lusts are up. So you might be all empty-handed. But he that does the will of God is going to abide forever. 
24. Let that therefore abide you, which you've heard from the beginning, and that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, and you shall continue in the Son and the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, which was eternal life. These things I've written to you concerning them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you have received of him abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you of all things, and it's the truth, and it is no lie, and even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. As it's teaching you the deeper things, you're now going to abide in those deeper things. Amen. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him in his coming. Because if you know that he is righteous, know that everyone that does righteousness is then born of him. 3.18 to my little children, let us not love indeed in word and tongue, but let us love indeed in truth. And thereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Because if our heart condemns, God is greater than our heart and he knows all things. But love it, but if our heart condemns not, then we have a confidence towards our God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive him because we keep his commandments. We do the things that are pleasing in his sight. <clears throat> and this is that commandment. That we should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave his commandment. And he that keeps his commandment, this commandment, dwells in him. And he that, that has a commandment also will dwell in you. And hereby we know that we abide by us, by the Spirit which is given to us. 5.1 Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loves him, that begot, loves him also that begot him. And everyone that loves God, loves Christ, is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, we love God, and we keep his commandments. But this is the love of God, that we would keep the commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whosoever, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is that victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is in fact the Son of God. Amen. Nine, if we receive the witness of men, though, the witness of God is even greater. For this is the witness of God that he has given testified of his Son. He that believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself, and he that believes not the Son of God has made him a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is that record, that God has given to us eternal life, and this life was in his Son. He that has the Son that has life, he that has not the Son has not life. So these things I've written unto you, that you might believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have that eternal life, and you may believe in the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything at all according to his will, he'll hear us. And we know that if he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that what we will have is petitions that are desired of him. If any man then sees his brother sin of sin, which is not a sin of death, he shall ask and shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death, but I do not say that we should pray for that one. All unrighteousness is sin, and God's going to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, right? Yes. yes. Okay? In righteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. What? We know that whosoever is born of God is going to sin not, though. He that is, from, is begotten of God is going to keep himself, and the wicked one can't touch him. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. And we know that God, the Son of God, has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and that we are in him that is true, even in his Son Christ. This is the true God, eternal life. So little children, keep yourselves from your idols. Amen. Father, we come before you. This, this morning, this afternoon, Father, we say thank you, thank you, thank you for this message and for the things you're guiding and leading us and teaching us, Father. We might come to a deeper and greater understanding of your will and your purpose for our lives. And Lord, we would accept that, that life-changing mode, mode, Lord God, in the life you're trying to give us. And we would accept it in this life that, that we have here now. We desire, Lord God, deeper things. We desire to know more. But Father, these things that we desire, these things that we want, are going to come and come alone only through you and your purpose being done in our lives. We give thanks, praise, honor, and glory as 
We go forth from here now. We do it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.